Hello, and thank you for listening to the Hope Relentless Marriage Podcast, where we talk about all things marriage. We're honored to spend some time with you and well done on investing in your relationship. It matters. Our goal is to encourage and equip you in your incredible adventure of marriage, whether you're in a low place or a high place. This is for us, those courageous enough to believe we can actually change the world, one marriage at a time, starting with our own. Please connect with us on our website, hoperelentless.com. And remember, there's always, always hope. My name is Sarah Gale. And I'm Chaps. And we're with Hope Relentless Marriage and Relationship Center. We hope you're doing fantastic. Today, we're going to be talking about some personal responsibility and how it's significant when we each can take individual ownership of our own lives because it impacts the marriage directly. At Hope Relentless, we work with marriages and couples, uh, predominantly in Arizona, but really across the country. And there is a common theme between relationships. Mm -hmm. The reality is, when both individuals are unhealthy, struggling with um, different addictions, different uh, individual challenges, they take that into the relationship. So it's hard to have a healthy relationship. But when there are two individuals that we're working with that have good patterns and habits um, and are pursuing growth and individual health, then the health and growth of the relationship becomes significantly easier. And so today, what we want to talk about is this idea of personal responsibility for our individual health. As I grow as an individual, as I pursue health and wholeness in my own life, then I bring that and add value to our relationship. And it's Mm -hmm. the same thing for Sarah Gale. Mm -hmm. And I think what happens is we get married and we're like, oh, you complete me. Who knows where that's from? Do you know what that's from? You complete me? Yes. That's Jerry Maguire. Jerry Maguire. <laughs> My favorite Jerry Maguire quote is different. It's show me the money. Of course. Of course. We might be dating ourselves because some of you watching are like, what is Jerry Maguire? Yeah. It's a really good movie, actually. Anyways, so we think you complete me and we're looking to another human being to meet the deepest of deep needs in our souls. And it just sets them up for failure. It sets us up for frustration. And so when it comes to taking personal responsibility, it's recognizing that no other human being can complete you or can meet all of your needs. And even if they try, and even if they do some of the time, it's not going to be all the time. And so what I like to tell couples I work with is, to think about, ask, ask yourself the question, is this a need that I have? And if you feel like this is a need, like breathing air is a need, then we're looking at the wrong person to meet that if we're looking at our spouse. And so the deepest needs of our heart, of our soul, they, they need to come from God because he's the one who's constant. He doesn't fail us. Yeah. He's consistent. And so we can get our deepest needs from God. Now, our wants are another thing. We can ask our spouse about, oh, yeah, I would enjoy this. I, I would like that. But when it comes to those needs, that's a huge one. And then regarding needs as well, ask yourself, can I sew it? And what that looks like is if I'm thinking, oh, I really want him to just show me more respect. I just wish he would respect me more. Then can I sew it? Can I give him that respect that I'm seeking? Because again, it's me taking personal responsibility for what I can do because yeah. there's a lot that we can do in a relationship uh, before we, we start to look at our spouse. And then the last thing is, can I grow it? So a lot of times we're looking for our spouse to feel those deep insecurities in our hearts, whereas that's that's an inside game. We need to know that we're worthy and valuable on our own without our spouse having to tell us. 
And so at Hope Relentless, we're passionate about seeing couples, seeing marriages thrive. And one of the key things is uh, when we work with, with a couple is to identify negative patterns, negative habits, mm -hmm. and replace them. Yeah. Right. And so one of the best ways to do that is what we're talking about today. It's growing individually. Uh, then when we come together, we are that much stronger as a couple. Mm -hmm. And I want to paint this picture. Imagine a couple going for a walk on the beach. And there's a couple different ways that they could go about this. The first one is if Sarah Gale and I were going to go on the beach, I could pick her up and I could carry her. And that's kind of that Prince Charming. I'm completing. I'm coming in and rescuing. But the reality is, while that might be romantic or honorable in the short term, the distance that we can cover is going to be limited. It's yeah. just me yeah. carrying my wife in the sand. We're only going to go so far. And quickly in that journey, there's going to be frustration. There's going to be some extra aches and pains that I'm going to pick up because I am carrying the weight. The mm -hmm. alternative is Sarah Gale could carry me, right? And that's just switching roles. But this, <laughs> look at those guns. <laughs> It's switching roles, but it's the same exact problem. An alternative option is we could walk on the beach in total different directions. Mm -hmm. I could go right, she could go left. And while we might enjoy that experience for a certain period of time, there's no intimacy there. There's no relationship there. There's no togetherness. Yeah. So we wanna enjoy this experience on the beach, this experience of life together. And so a beautiful picture of that is a couple walking down the beach, holding hands. Mm -hmm. They're together. They're traveling in the same direction. There's a level of independence and strength and health as they walk on their own feet, but there's a connectedness of holding hands. There's an intimacy. They are together. They're moving in the same direction, but they're both bringing um, their own individual strength and health to the relationship. And so that's kind of what we're talking about. We're wanting to give you the freedom to say, you know what, some self-care, some mm -hmm. individual time. Yeah. Not only does it help me be the best version of myself, which honors God, but it also helps me bring the best version of myself to our marriage or to the relationship. And that is, that is great. That is good. That is something that we should be doing. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's so good. It reminds me of when we first got married actually. And if you've watched anything we've done, you hear me talk about the Disney generation. I'm really talking about myself because I'm the one who grew up the knight in shining armor. I'm going to marry this Prince Charming and he's very charming, but he's not the prince in the movies. And although he did propose to me on a horse and carriage ride. You know, some of those Disney ideas can work out. <laughs> yeah, Some yeah. of them we should move on and look for something yes, else. Yes, most of them. And so it's just an unrealistic depiction. You know, if you think of these romantic comedies, it's unrealistic. And a lot of times those images of culture and just fantasy set us up for failure because we, we are looking for that in our spouse. And so for me early on, I was looking for him to do more and really everything. Like I, I thought, okay, my job is to look pretty and to be funny. And I was gravely mistaken. He was looking for a partner in life to, to grow together, to live together, to contribute, not in a sense where you keep track because that's not what we're talking about. Love is not keeping track of who does what. And we're, it's not a transactional relationship, but it is a partnership. It's, yeah. it's We're a team and we get to live this adventure of life together. And so some of it does require those having those conversations. What does it look like for you to live a life where you both are on the same page regarding this area? Yeah, so I think some of the things we just want to share a couple ideas that 
we each try and implement that directly translate to our own individual health mm -hmm. and, and just share what some of those ideas at the end of the day, you're going to hear different things that we share. You know, you can listen to podcasts, you can go online, you can read different books from different authors. Part of it is finding a pattern and a rhythm that works for you. Yeah. You know, one of the things that I've noticed for myself is something can energize my life, but at a certain point, then there's diminishing returns and I have to like shake things up again. Mm -hmm. I need to find uh, a different, maybe Bible reading plan. Maybe that one in the short term, I was excited and, and it was strengthening and encouraging my faith. And then at some point it's just, I'm checking the box. Yeah. So, you know, we'll share some of these things. If it's working for you, great, implement it. If it's not, keep seeking for different ways that are going to encourage and strengthen you as an individual. Yeah. So I'll share one of the things that I do, and I've been in and out of this habit throughout my life, to be honest. I'm back in it, though, and I'm remembering how much I love it, and that's journaling. Yeah. And so it's just sitting in the morning and really just really not even thinking about anything to start, but then getting my journal, and then I just start writing. And what it ends up being is some is different than what initially I I mean I sat down with no expectations really, but what it ends up being is interesting because it is that whatever's in you comes out of you type of moment for me, and it's very therapeutic and it helps me to really recognize where I am because what's coming out is where I am in that moment. So I would recommend that even a journal for the sake of writing things down that you want to remember. I tell a lot of the couples, hey, make sure in these sessions that you have a journal, <laughs> even as you're listening to podcasts yeah. and different things that you like, as long as you're not driving. If you're sitting sedentary, have something where you're writing down your thoughts, you can implement them because we forget things if we don't put other things in place to help us remember and stay accountable. Yeah, I think one of the things that we've done, um, and, and certainly at, at probably the most intense level this particular year is we always try and establish goals, mm -hmm. right? And that's something that we've gone in and out of. We've established goals and we start going down the path of that. Mm -hmm. uh, but one of the things we've kind of layered on top is an accountability group. Yeah. And really uh, the accountability group that we're a part of, it's we choose our own goals. So Sarah Gale and I are both in it, but we're actually in different groups uh, of an organization called Team 212. And so I bring my own goals. So that group is just encouraging and supporting the things that I say are important to me. Yeah. So I've implemented the journaling as well. And the first thing I journal each day is just my top couple goals, my top four mm -hmm. or five goals, just so they're staying in front of me. So they're staying uh, kind of top of mind. Mm -hmm. It's amazing. I can create a goal and then like forget about it for weeks and then stumble across a piece of paper and see it. I'm like, oh yeah. And so this is helping me a identify with more clarity. Like, what do I want? What do I feel like God has put on my heart yeah. to go after? And so I'm looking at it each day. And then after that, sometimes that's it. Mm -hmm. But then other times there can be, um, you know, there's, there's the idea of gratitude journaling, just writing down maybe a sentence or two, something I'm thankful for. I might write down something that is at the forefront of my mind of, Hey, uh, a key goal today is to get this done. Um, and so, but it's just building those patterns and habits, but I know, you know, at the time of this recording, we're now into early February, so it's been about a month, but there have been a lot of days where I wouldn't have taken action towards my goals if we weren't a part of the accountability. Oh, group. yes. The goals were still Definitely. important to me, yeah. but those little reminders 
caused me to go, oh, I got to, I, I want to do this. I haven't done it yet. Let me make sure I get this done so I continue moving forward. So for, for me, accountability has been uh, crucial for my own individual health because for me, I get a lot of strength and confidence and momentum when I know I'm doing the things that I say are important to myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so with that, in the past, we have tried to hold each other accountable. Yeah. And that has not gone well. We're high capacity people. We both come from an athletic background. So you would think we would make the greatest accountability partners for one another. But it just didn't work out that way. And so rather than think, oh, my gosh, what is wrong with our relationship? It was just realizing that's that's not what we're going to do. We're going to find other ways to hold ourselves accountable and support each other in, in the individual journeys. And on that note, when you are supporting your spouse, I highly recommend, first of all, support your spouse with yeah. their individual goals and journey. And when you are, it just looks like asking them, hey, how can I support you? Is there anything that I can do to support you with your goal? Because sometimes we mean well and we just say things or we do things because we're trying to help. But it's not what they would have wanted if we asked them. So a simple ask would goes a long way. And, and oh. I think and just on that, mm-hmm. there are some spouses where you might ask and in the moment they genuinely respond. Nope. Yep. And that's okay. It's okay. Right. They hear and they feel your support. What do you mean? No. Yeah. It's almost like a <laughs> little tangent. Like we're getting a little bit older, so we're getting further away from this. No. But I remember when we were younger, one of the greatest feelings was to offer a friend to help them move. <laughs> But then they already had it figured out. Oh, right? okay. So it's like, because who wants to help a friend really move? Like, yeah. I don't know. You know, maybe when you're desperate and they're buying pizza, but yeah. we've thankfully been past those days for a little bit. But when you offer and they're like, no, I'm good. And you're like, oh, okay, well, I was there for you. Right. And you're like, yes. Yeah. You know, so sometimes there's different dynamics with our spouse. What is important is that they feel supported. Yeah. And so if they respond and say, hey, you know, right now I can't really think of anything. Now, maybe in a couple days that'll change. And we'll go, hey, you know, something I thought of, mm-hmm. you know, but we don't have to over push or over support. Yeah. Be present, be available. And if they say there's nothing to support, then take them for their word and, and move on until they say something different. Yeah. And on that, and we're, we're speaking from experience here, when we know what our spouse's goal is and we see them not doing it. And even when we agree on things, you know, as a couple and we're learning new things, new skills together, and we see that one of the partners is not doing it, don't point the finger. I want to encourage you not to point the finger. I want to encourage you to just give grace, to recognize just like you're on a journey, your spouse is on a journey. So encouragement goes a lot further than criticism in that regard. And one of the things when we're coming back to personal responsibility, it's crucial because as I am more holistically healthy, and we're not talking about perfection here at all, but as I'm more holistically healthy, then when it comes time to forgive or to give grace, I can do that quicker because yeah. I am not in a place where I am, I feel like I've, I am at a deficit of, of anything because I've already given myself what I need to show up in the best way that I can show up. And so that way it, it creates a whole different scenario when it comes to our interactions. Yeah, so I'm trying to think of other things that we've done that help. So there's the journaling, there's the accountability groups. I think somewhere in there, maybe maybe early before the journaling, or maybe you'll discover it during that, some level of of goal, some target, something that you're driving that or that you're moving towards. You know, I think you know God. We are created in the image of God, and He has 
a purpose and a plan. You know, the Bible talks all through it that we are prepared for good works. This concept of we have a meaning and a purpose. And so I think sometimes within our individual health and within our relationship health, that when there's a common goal or a common mission or something we're moving towards, it helps draw out the best of us. Mm -hmm. So in those day-to-day -day journals, in that day-to-day -day accountability, in those day-to-day -day interactions, we're actually moving towards a target. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, the, that's those are the things that I feel like have impacted us, what we've learned along the journey, just interacting with couples, some of the things that are top of mind. And so hopefully they help. And we cannot emphasize enough the significance of taking personal responsibility. There isn't a stat on this officially, but I would say, I'm just going to say a much greater percentage, <laughs> I'm not going to go into math, a much greater percentage of the marital happiness comes from each individual and the, the work that we are doing as individuals that we then bring to the relationship. I think a lot of us are looking here first when we really will be benefited more and experience more fruit in our lives if we look here first. And, and I think that's going to impact the relationship. Yeah, that's really good. Okay. Well, until next time, remember, there's always, always hope.